Welcome back to the Company of One podcast. This is episode 200. This is the 200th episode. I can't believe I've done 200 of these, and it's kind of been over a period of time. I actually took a break for a while, and uh, but we're back here and plowing through probably the last 100 uh, 100 weeks. These are released weekly. So today what I'm going to do is just as a celebration of 200 episodes, going to jump back and answer a question that uh, some people have asked me lately about what's the most popular episodes uh, that we do. So put it in context, this is the Company of One podcast and the Company of One concept is about each one of us being and operating like our own company. Our career operates much like a business. We, uh, we're in charge of it. We, we have to operate. We have to do the marketing of ourselves and our career. We have to take care of the money. And we have to do the research, which means take care and pay attention to what's changing out there and be adapting, be ahead of the adapting. Or the, the term we use that you hear all the time is you constantly have to reinvent yourself. Whether that's fair or not, that's the feeling that we have. Uh, so that's the company of one is, is, is that's all of you. So things we hit on this podcast are issues about money. There are issues about productivity at work, how to find jobs, uh, how to, you know, how to get that side hustle going and all of these kind of things that are related to uh, the, your company of one. So you can put it in context. Some of you are probably familiar with Dan Miller, the 48 Days uh, podcast. Uh, and um, I don't think I will teach you to be rich, remit. Uh, and he has in his book, and he has some stuff. He doesn't have a podcast, I don't believe. But you see uh, various people in this space of their uh, holistic. You know, we're not talking about just starting a company. We're not talking about just... Uh, finding a job, we're, we're looking holistically at you and how you can succeed. And so being that, when we do podcasting and blogging, I'm putting them in the same category, I realize they're not, because some of the things we'll talk about today are not officially podcasts, but they're blog posts. Um, but when we're talking about these, these kind of hit these the elements. And what it, this gave me an opportunity to look back, and it's kind of like looking at what do you think? What are you thinking about? What have you been intrigued with uh, as we have looked at what got the most clicks, what got the most listens, what uh, did, uh, you know, and if we're going to be probably not quite fair, but let's just assume what was the most helpful. Uh, so, Today, I just want to walk you through that. So let me let me kind of give you this, because this is this is insight to me, but hopefully it's a little bit of insight to you, because it tells me a little bit about also, what are people out there thinking? What are you thinking? Um, because, um, you know, sometimes we get lost in the things that we're buried in, and we don't realize, you know, are we kind of stuck in our own little puddle? Uh, so just to give you, I, I analyzed mostly the first 10 posts, 10 pro podcasts. I didn't really go any further than that um, because, uh, well, we just didn't get any further than that. <laughs> so, But we did uh, go over the top 10 overwhelming traffic uh, winners. Uh, and what we did is looked at uh, the traffic posts coming to 
the actual website, which is not exactly fair because it doesn't mean that there's, there's a podcast listen. Uh, podcast listens are a little trickier sometimes, uh, but uh, so, so th- these are ones where people click through to get to the website to actually read the comments. Um, so anyway, this g- gave me a little bit of what we're doing. Just to put it in context, what we do when we do a podcast is we actually create some blog posts called show note contents. So this particular one's going to be at delcallahan.com slash 200 for the 200th episode. We put that in there to provide you links and a landing spot to come to. But what a lot of us do and what I do very frequently is I listen to podcasts in my car or on a run or, you know, so it's on my phone. And so I might or might not ever come to the links. But we wanted to look at the links here just today because that kind of gives us a trigger of what triggered your attention to go a little bit further. All right, so enough of that. So let me just kind of put it in groupings. That th- um, And it was interesting to me. This was very interesting, and I, um, I'll tell you why in a minute. But the, of the topic number one, because three of the posts hit the topic of getting a job. And I might even be more specific than that than that uh, of the interview process, the reverse interview process, kind of what I call uncovering hidden jobs. Three of the posts covered what I might call excelling at work, how once you have a job, how you can win and grow. One post covered was really more about productivity, how to be more productive, and it didn't necessarily have anything to do with um, getting a job directly or excelling at work. We'll tell you what they are in just a minute. But And two posts were about starting a company. And this was a little surprising because many people that I work with and call me and, and work with me, what they're struggling with is starting a side hustle. So I'm, I'm using word, the word starting a company, but I mean starting a side hustle. That's what a lot of people are working on. Uh, so it's a little shocking that of the people kind of digging in deeper here, they're not the ones digging in deeper because we have a lot of posts about starting a company. Uh, uh, we have a series we did, and I don't remember the, the show, the links, um, but about creating an information product, like a five podcast series on how to create your first information products in 30 days. Uh, so and it was very popular, and but it's you know it was it was smoked compared to you know the popularity of some of these others. So let me dive in and just look at what some of these were. The number one thing is, it, and this was actually a blog post is called and and the links to these are all in the show notes at delcallahan.com slash two hundred. Was called reverse interview questions. Now I've kind of become famous for doing reverse interviews where we coach people, I coach people, of uh, how to go out and uncover hidden jobs, how to go out and make connections with people, and if you're starting a company, how to learn what the opportunities are out there by doing the reverse interview process. And this is basically, sometimes we call this an informational interview. Um, But I spend a lot of time talking about this process, shockingly, because it's not that earth shattering, but it rocks people's world all the same. Um, I didn't invent it. I'm just, you know, repeating, you know, kind of my way of doing this. But the informational interview, the reverse interview is where 
you find somebody doing what you love to do, or first you figure out what it is you want to do, which is really the big key here. What is it that you think you would really love doing? Right, that concept of if I could do this every day, I would never have to work another day of my life, that kind of concept. And then you find people who are doing it, LinkedIn, Google searches, asking friends, whatever it is. And then you go talk to them. And instead of asking them for a job or something, you're asking them how they got to where they were and some specific questions. And there's I'm not going to go through the details. But what you're doing is you're making connections with ex- experts and you are seeking wise counsel. Some of you that are Bible scholars will recognize that coming straight out of the book of Proverbs. You know, seeking wise counsel. With many counselors, you succeed. So this is what the concept is, is finding people who are counselors. And by the, with this, we mean people have walked down the path you've gone, gone, you're going down before and can give you counsel. So this reverse interview questions is the number one thing. And in this title is the reverse interview questions. There are only three questions. And so that's the topic that we did. And so there are, there are only three. I won't beat that dead horse and I'll let you read them if you want and see what they are. It's a very simplistic process. <laughs> it's a very simplistic process that is daunting to some people, but um, I would say for most people, you can handle it. So that was, that was the number one traffic. And that's not a new post. And that still comes up heavily in traffic. And I mean, we know the way these things work, though, on the web, right? This, this, for some reason, I have been dubbed the reverse interview person, and so I get tons of traffic off this, and, and you know, I don't know why. It's probably linked on different pages. You know, if I was good at my SEO or if I was doing SEO or had anybody else doing SEO, we would probably know, oh, well, this is linked in 17 different places that are, you know, getting hot traffic. I don't, I don't know. I've never looked. Uh at this point, I don't care, uh, but, you know, maybe, maybe one day I will. Uh, so that's what happens is, and, and that's why if you're doing a blog or you're doing a podcast or you're doing putting something out there on YouTube, you never know what's going to capture attention. I would have never thought this one would have captured a lot of attention, but it did. Um, this next one surprises me even more. Because this one was done on a, on a whim, and it's called Overcoming the Fear of Making Mistakes at Work. That's the title. It's also a blog post. It was not a podcast. I did some podcast episodes around this topic. But for some reason, this Overcoming the Fear of Work, of Making Mistakes at Work, was a big deal. And it was really done on a whim. I had just gotten off of a phone call, coaching call with somebody and she was going through um, the difficulties of uh, just the fear of making a mistake. Um, and, and in her case, she's in the power industry. And, and she, her fear was, if I make a mistake, I can put customers out of service or delay their service coming back. You know, it's, it was legitimate, right? It was uh, a, a fear of making a mistake and having some consequences. And just her struggle with that. And so really, really this podcast episode was about her. And just because I've seen that and I see it a lot, this overcoming fear. That's not the point here, though, is that's an interesting podcast. I mean, an interesting blog post in this case to get a lot of traffic to. Overcoming the fear of making mistakes at work. 
Again, why did that get hit? Why did it get traffic? What's the SEO look like? I don't know. But this, both of these tell me something. They tell me there's the listeners out there, the bloggers out there, while there's a whole bunch of noise and a whole bunch of activity um, about starting side hustles and, and, and making money, and coaching, and um, you know all these other things about this independent living that um, you know, making money outside of a day job, there's an incredible amount of attention to just getting a job and doing well at a job. And there's a lot of insecurity. And this, I coach these people. I coach, you know, people that do this. And, and I think, you know, if we look in the mirror, we'll all say we all have insecurities about work. That's normal. Uh, but here this is, this overcoming mistakes at work was a big one. So it's number third on the list is, this is this is interesting because number third, which if we know anything about SEO and how this traffic works, makes sense. How to conduct a reverse interview, a guaranteed method to find a job. So it's while it's a different post from the first one, it's a similar topic. If I had to guess, they're probably interrelated and we probably have them connected to each other. We should. If you're an SEO person out there, you're out, you're sitting there thinking to yourself, yes, Dell, you should have them interconnected in so many ways. But um, I don't know that we did. Uh, but uh, again, this is this is me just going through the process of how to do it. Because I, every time I post something on that particular topic of the reverse interview, people will ask questions. You know, what do you mean? How specifically do you do that? And I've coached people through it many times, and they still come back asking questions, which is you know, maybe maybe that's a great thing uh, because it certainly gives us more content. The the number I think I'm on number four. Forgive me if I can't count, but I think this is number four. Do I need a business license? And this was podcast episode number one fifteen. Uh, again, the links to these are in in the in the show notes. Uh, this one is an interesting one because of all the business things that we talk about. Oh my gosh, startups. The last thing I tell people to worry about is business license. Now, there's exceptions, right? You know, you're opening a storefront on a major town or something, you know, you pretty much have to do it. But but it's shocking that so many of us that are starting a business are wrapped up in the bureaucracy of business and not engaging customers. I mean, this always shocks me. I always get this question, which is why I wrote the post. I thought when I wrote it, this is kind of a dumb thing. You know, and, and again, that's kind of dumb of me, right? Because people who ask, you know, I'm here to serve the people who ask questions with the questions they ask. This is a big one. Do I need a business license? And a related question is, um, do I need LLCs, S-corporations, uh, logos, a lot of, again, the startup bureaucracy type things that go on in a startup business that are not necessary for most startups. That's just an aside, give you the shortcut hint. But I, I still needed to answer the question, do I need one and what do I do if I do need one? Uh, so that was, I think, number four. Number five, this is the only one that was more about productivity. Every now and then I write something productivity because your company of one, you want to operate better, right? And um, we do a lot of reading. I recommend a lot of reading. 
I do a lot of reading. In, in our graduate programs, we do a lot of reading. So it's how to read a book in 30 minutes or less. I've gotten a lot of comments on this one. It's not really a speed reading uh, a post so much. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but wow, I find professional people struggle with reading. They either don't read, I don't read, I don't have time for that, or they labor over reading. Uh, you know, I'll get off my soapbox. I can get on there. I can get on there more, but I think we consume information incorrectly or certainly inefficiently, which was the point of this post. Uh, number six, I think, number six, I don't have them numbered here in my sheet. I'm just going through them. Is podcast episode number 64, Common Mistakes Made in the Informational Interview. Four common mistakes. Again, this is the reverse interview, informational interview topic. I think we actually changed the title on here instead of calling it reverse interview because people get confused. But most people go after a new job the way they've always done it. And this whole process is to go after it backwards. And there's common mistakes that people make every blooming time. Um, I just... If you could just see the emails and the number of questions I've got about the reverse interview process. So this is, just to give you, let me just keep count here. This is the, and I think I mislabeled them in the beginning. One, two, yeah, third. This is the third post about the same topic about getting a job. This isn't all about getting a job. This is all about the same process for getting a job. The next one is, again, related to these. I'm just kind of weird how these are interrelated. Do I need a business license or LLC? Again, that question just constantly comes up. I've addressed it a number of times, a number of ways, trying to get the question answered for people. I've even got YouTube videos out there that I've done trying to help people address this question. Um, so, again, I'll give you the hint. If you're starting a business or a side hustle, your business license and LLC is not the first thing you need to worry about. But I'll let you read that for more detail because there are nuances. The next is, I think, this is number nine. This may now be number eight. I can't count. Is episode number 67, How to Be Happy at Work. Now, this was, this was, an, this was another weird one. Again, if you're a content creator, sometimes just go with the flow. Uh, I do a lot of coaching, like I said, and um, there's a lot of things coming up with, with clients about struggling at work. Big shocker, right? So this, this podcast is called How to Be Happy at Work Even If You Hate Your Job. And uh, that one struck a nerve for whatever reason, and boom, there it is. All right. And uh, then number episode number 59, five ways to deal with office politics. Now, maybe I should write more about these kind of things, um, podcast more about these kind of things. But office politics is, um, you know, it's a death knell. It's, it's a killer. It sucks the air out of you. Uh, or, or if you like politics and gossip, you know, it's great. Uh, but, you know, five ways to deal with the office politics is that one. So, um, again, I'm not going through what's in these episodes as much. I just, I just wanted to look and say, what do they tell me about what you and other listeners and viewers are thinking? 
And they're telling me, and I could be wrong, but you care a whole lot about your day job. You worry a whole lot about your day job. Your day job, you're convinced, is where your money's going to flow from. No matter how many side hustles you do, no matter how many opportunities you seek to make money from other sources, your day job is probably your largest income. Um, which is, that's an awesome thing, you know, but um, that's where I'm going to just, I'm going to put it out there. I can't say, I'm, no, there's not 350 million Americans reading this, reading my podcast or listening, I mean, reading my blog or listening to my podcast. And certainly a lot of people that are you know, consuming my content are out of country. We have a lot in Africa and a lot in Europe and uh, India. Uh but uh, so people are concerned about their day job. People are uh, wanting to excel at their day job. People are looking for better jobs all the time. Now, you're sitting there, well, Dale, why are you telling us this? Well, I've got a question for you. And I'm going to end this podcast today. We're ending, we've ended this last couple short intentionally because part of what I'm struggling, let me just, let me kind of open the kimono here and just kind of show you what's going on. As we're doing this company of one podcast and our company is involved in several things and partnerships that we're doing right now, we're probably about to undertake a book project with a publisher. Um, We're talking about how that works going to work and we're waiting on a contract to show up. So, uh, and by we, I mean me and, and a couple people on the team, but I guess, yeah, it's me. People always, my wife always fusses at me for saying we, but it's it, it's me, but, you know, it's a team approach. Um, and what we're, what we're kind of thinking through is the question in the back of our mind is the company of one podcast is about this big picture, holistic view of you as a company. And maybe we need to niche it down. And that's what we've been talking about. Do we do, number one, do we cap this podcast, which means we stop at episode 200 or 201 or 205 or 210, whatever, we stop at certain episode and say, just put it in the bag and leave it up and create a new podcast that's more specific to maybe the reverse interview or a podcast specific, you know, but in, 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 if you know anything about the marketing of a business, you know, niching things down a little bit to get to where I'm scratching the proper itch for a proper audience. Um, and, and if you're sitting here thinking, well, Dale, you just left me out. Well, that's part of my struggle. Is, is We're thinking through with that. What does that look like? Do we go in and start talking about how to be more successful at work? Do we go in and talk, start talking more about side hustles? Uh, you know, Do we go in and talk about, start focusing on how to get jobs or how to start up companies and get them off the ground and get them rolling? Which is the hard part, by the way. Growing them isn't as bad as getting them started. You know, where do we go with this? And we, we're looking at this for several reasons because we have only so much time. And we want to impact you and the best we can. How can we help you? What is it that you are struggling with? Now, normally at this point, I would put a survey link here. But I'm a little worn out on surveys because... We kind of have to, to do a survey, we have to think through what you are going to be thinking. I would just like to hear. And so I'm going to make this opportunity. If you will just, 
If you've listened this far in this podcast, that means this is an interesting topic to you. Or you haven't finished your run yet, right? But um, I would love to hear what is it? Where should we go with this? What you know, And you can just hear, it's, it's real simple. It's dale at dalecallahan.com. Not a rock rocket science kind of email you know just dell at dellcallahan.com just shoot me an email sure you can put it on facebook or anything else or you can put it in the show notes i think there's a place to do comments at dellcallahan.com slash 200 but i would just really love to hear if you just had to think what is it you're struggling with when it comes to your income and your source of income and your relative other sources of income because that's all we're talking about the company of one is about you being an income-producing machine and using that income wisely. That's what it's about, just like a company. Um, what is it you're struggling with? Where would you like to see us go with this? And if, if you're a, uh, you know, a, a, a client or somebody I've worked with coaching before or not, because I know there's many of you I've never met, never talked to, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I really appreciate your listening. And I would appreciate feedback. This is, you know, so we, if you get the email from me, um, you know, just shoot back, respond. Any emails that we get by from, by the way, from our email that goes out. Um, so the podcast goes out on Tuesday morning. The email goes out on Wednesday morning. I don't know why we do it that way, but we do. Uh, so if you get the email, just respond. We get them all. You just hit reply. Um, if you don't, if you're not on that email list and you want to just email me at Dell at DellKellyHand.com, look me up on LinkedIn, whatever I'm, you know, LinkedIn, um, probably if you respond to me on Twitter, I've, I've kind of tuned Twitter out, but, um, uh, but Facebook, I'll certainly, uh, I'll certainly see it. Um, and Instagram, I think we're on Instagram now. Um, don't do a lot there, but either point being, uh, I'll, I'll see it. So, but I would love to hear your feedback. Where would you like to see this go? Because that's the question as a business, as a content producer, how can we best help you? What is it we're not doing that we should be doing? What is it that we are doing that we should do more of? And any other question that you want to answer in there, we would love to hear from you. I, there I go again, I would love to hear from you. So I'm going to cap it there. I'm going to cap it at least for this week at this point, and we'll talk to you next week.